is the Better Life, Better Work show, and I'm your host, Allison Crow. I'm an intuitive life and business coach here to help you create better life and better work. I help super successful people, you know, the recovering overachievers, put the soul back in their lives, and I help soulful people create success. On this show, topics range from the mystic to the logistic, and our content will support your being and your doing while on your path to create better life and better work. More is not better. Better is better. Hey, soulful people. Allison Crow here, episode number 140 of the Better Life, Better Work show. And I had a recent major aha that I wanted to share with you. Who else has felt really down and burnt out and exhausted or annoyed or discouraged with social media? I know I have. And that was a very strange feeling for me because I love and have loved social media. So I wanted, I was in a meeting last Friday morning And there was a discussion going on about marketing and a lot of the people were really down on social media and tired on social media. And so the first thing I want to tell you is for whatever you decide to do, trust yourself, okay? This is just my view, not maybe yours, right? And so the ultimate theme of this is listen to yourself. <clears throat> Anyways, I was I was in this room and most of the people in there were really discouraged and, and found social media to be super heavy. And while I was in the room, I was also remembering one of my colleagues and friends who loves Facebook. She loves it. She loves it. She does lives two or three times a week. She creates all her business there. She connects with people there. She just loves it unapologetically. And that used to be me. So what I want to share with you today is if you're up for reclaiming your love of social media, I want to share a few things with you. So the first one, I thought about doing this one last, but this first one is the the lever to everything else. So it's in the framework of being self-led. And self-led is... Well, what does it mean to you? What it means to me and what it has been meaning is in the context of internal family systems, which you may know that I am studying and going through therapy and coaching with that modality. And self is our core highest energy. There are many aspects of self, but the primary eight are the eight C's, calm, curious, compassionate, connected, confident, creative, courageous, and clarity. And if we're not self-led, we are led by other parts of our internal system. I have a part of me that really needs to sneeze right now. (laughs) Uh, Excuse me. Okay, so if we're not led by self, we're led by other parts. And on social media, I have found that my parts get really, really activated. The parts that um, comparison is a major thing that 
happens to me subconsciously. Like I'm not out here looking to compare, but it slowly seeps in. And I hear this from my clients and colleagues and friends all the time, that it just can be really overwhelming comparison. So when comparisons start, then doubt kicks in, right? And so next thing you know, if I'm on social media and not being led by self, then I'm usually just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. I'm not thinking about contributing. I'm thinking about what I'm doing right or what I'm not doing. And that's not how I want to be in social media. And if I am performing on social media marketing, for example, not just as um, personally, but professionally, if I'm communicating with that energy, I personally believe that no matter the post, the energy behind the post, the energy when the post is created actually has an impact. So you can have the same two posts, but the energy, I just believe weird stuff like that. So for me, as I was sitting listening and watching and listening to people discuss this, I was like, what if I were self-led on social media? What if my marketing were self-led? And this was a big insight for me because personally, I've been doing the work of being self-led in my emotions, being self-led in my relationships, being self-led like when I notice parts of me that come up that are very critical or that want to tell people to fuck off. I've been really checking in with all my parts and my higher self every single day. But I hadn't put it in this context. So what if I were self-led? What if I were self-led? And so what if calmness, curiosity, compassion, connectedness, confidence, creativity, and courage, and clarity were leading my marketing team, which is me? (laughs) What if they were leading my content? What if they were leading my time on social media? And instantly, when I considered and pondered that question... I felt lighter. And a lot of my colleagues, a lot of my colleagues, you know, have come to the place where they're really not wanting to use social media. I totally get it. And what was interesting, even in a room full of colleagues that really decided it's not their favorite thing, that question of what if I were self-led led me led me to realizing that it is okay for me to love it, even if everybody else hates it. And what do I need to do? How do I need to be? Who do I need to be? And how do I need to actually do when I implement social media? So number one is self-led, right? I do not want to let my fear, doubt, and comparison. Now, how can I support myself? How can you support yourself? in being self-led. So the first thing I do is clean up my feed. A practice that I've had for quite a while is if something comes through my feed and hits one of my parts that gets into comparison, or I know if I see something and my initial reaction is to feel bad about myself, I mute it, hide it. Okay. You can mute people in your feed without unfriending them. You can mute them for 30 days. You can snooze them. That has helped me a lot, right? Because sometimes I'll get, I'll get through that and that person's stuff won't get me anymore. It just depends on where I am. So I really control my own feed. The second thing is when ads come up, I don't know if this works or not, but when ads come up, um, that quote trigger me or kind of 
you know, eh, make me cringe. I hit the hide ad and then I say irrelevant. I don't know if that helps, but I don't want to see other coaches ads. I don't want to see the seven figure snot, snot, snot ads. Um, so I clean up my feed. The second thing is I follow not just, um, I, I follow my hobbies on social media, right? My Facebook feed is full of backyard bird watching <laughs> and nature. And my Instagram feed is full of art and funny stuff. And so I know we can get in the habit of following all the people in our industry. And sometimes that's overwhelming, right? We, in, in social media age, we're so, you know, the phrase, um, stay on your own mat. It's so easy to look over to other people's mats. And so one of the things that's really helped me, I definitely um, follow my clients because I like to love and support and hit the love button with my clients and my closest friends. And I tune out anything that doesn't feel good. I just tune out, right? Because if it's taking me out of self, it's taking me out of being centered and creative for myself. I don't want to spend my time on it. I don't even want it subconsciously in my feed. And I've been practicing this. And then also, as I sit down and think about the content I want to share with my audience and how I, not what I'm doing right or what I'm doing wrong, but how can I contribute Pulling away from the computer and sitting down with a pen and paper and thinking about my core values and content along those values, content along my offerings, content that helps me support my audience and my would-be clients. I get really excited <laughs> about creating on social media. And so I want to encourage you... Um, this is a short one, but I just want to encourage you to consider what it would be like to choose. I used to call it my divine, what did I call it? My divine Facebook manager, right? Divine Facebook manager. She was in charge of social media. And so in your system, which part of you is scrolling, which part of you is creating on social media? Are you creating from scarcity? Are you creating from an obligation? Are you creating from the sense of, I should be doing this if I don't do this? Or are you creating from a place of calm, creativity, curiosity, contribution, of courage? Another example I'll let you know, I have been watching, <laughs> I've been watching TikTok for over a year now. And there is a part of me, especially the part of me that had a lot more physical energy that really wants to do TikTok. And for the last year and some months, I, by the time I picked up TikTok and enjoyed it, I was exhausted. I would look at it. And so I have a few TikToks that I've done that are like resting TikToks and laying down in my bed TikToks. I'm all for rest. Y'all know that. And it was interesting because I had this insight last Friday and then last Saturday, I was sitting down with that clarity of self. It is really hard to be clear when the parts of you that are doubting, the parts of you that are scared, the parts of you that are resentful, the parts of you that are jealous of somebody else's million dollars, the parts of you think that, that, that have forgotten who you are. But in this moment of being led by my sacred self, 
I was clear. And the first thing I heard in my little head (laughs) and in my wise heart was research. And so instead of just scrolling TikTok, I decided to research, not from a place of comparison, but from a place of learning. When I remember who I am, I love to learn and learning about how a certain tool might be effective is very different from consuming on that tool. And so ever since then, I've had so much fun creating. I, I searched um, some coaches. I searched internal family systems. I searched some small business hashtags. And I just looked around to see a, how people are doing things. And there's a lot of people doing things that I don't feel like doing, right? Like, so if I'm leading from self, I'm probably not going to be dancing on TikTok. I'm probably not going to be pointing. I'll probably end up pointing, who knows, but right. And, and I saw some other content creators because I was in self that reminded me, I can do this my way. Mm, that's always so good. So right now, right here, you do you, boo, right? You do you. And I began to think, combine this permission to be me, do it my way. What is, what is some of the, um, of this, this tool, TikTok, what is, I'm trying to think of the question that I asked myself, like, what is the format that I think would be helpful to my audience? And what are the topics I want to cover? And I've been creating TikToks one or two times every single day. Just as an experiment, I'm going to do it for the next month or two, maybe even longer, but I'm actually having fun. Instead of picking up my device and being miserable and frustrated and empty and dehydrated, when I lead from self, I feel energized to create and energized to use the tools that I love. I love Facebook and Instagram, and I am experimenting with LinkedIn and TikTok. And I am doing it not from the place of, I should really do this if I want to grow my audience, but from a place of sacred self, remembering who I am, owning my credibility, owning my contribution, owning my gratitude, holy gratitude for these devices that I know it's a mixed bag. I know that it's fucking up my brain. (laughs) But I also know that connecting with you on social media and through these digital platforms has been so much of a blessing in my life and in my business and in my relationships. I am so grateful. Even before all this stuff came out, back when there was just AOL, back when I was a computer teacher, I have an older half-sister. She's four years older than me. And growing up, Meredith used to always come to our house like every two weeks or every, I can't remember the schedule, but she has a different mom, same dad. And she came over like on, you know, every other weekend, let's say. And she and I did share a room growing up. But other than that, we weren't super close. And when I was teaching and a computer teacher and AOL was out there, I mean, the internet was out there, but we weren't doing social media yet. We weren't even doing, um, what's that? Oh, I can't remember the name of the one with the music. (laughs) Anyways, I remember 
connecting with my sister, who at the time lived in Atlanta. She went to the University of Georgia. I connect with my older sister on AIM, the uh, AOL messenger, instant messenger. That little messenger app gave me a totally new relationship with my sister. We did not live in the same town anymore. And when she did move back, I was able to be in her life, not just because we were family, but because we had become friends. I ended up visiting her, traveling with her. That was a crazy trip. I I traveled with her. I um, went out and visited her. And then when she came back to Austin and fell in love and got married, I got to be the realtor of her and her husband's house. I got to know her mother, who my whole life we hadn't known. And that happened. It could have happened, I guess, with letter writing. And social media, this technology has the potential to really nurture relationships. And I think we forget that. I know it's easy to forget that because a lot of bullshit happens. Finally, I will say that Friday morning, a week ago, almost a week ago, as I was considering what would it look like if I were self-led on social media, for the first time in about six years, I realized that when I'm led from self, I'm not afraid of getting canceled. And I will tell you, I didn't know that I was going to say this, but I will tell you that quite a few years ago, uh, so somewhere probably 2014, 15, there were some things going on. And I got really shell-shocked about being a white spiritual coach. Because there was all this social justice, anti-racism stuff, and I became really afraid of doing it wrong, which was unlike me. And there has been so many opinions thrown around, and now we're in this cancel culture world. And um, a colleague of mine posted something totally stupid, and she got super canceled, um, like as in had to move and go hiding. And we see these things going on. And for some reason, I took on a spirit of fear. I took on a spirit of fear. And I've had quite a few conversations with a close colleague and friend of mine. And she's like, why would you, <laughs> why would you be afraid of canceling? Like, you don't, you don't, you're not, Like your heart is so genuine, but I was still afraid. And one of my deepest fears, not in self, but there is a part of me, a little girl that is so afraid of saying or doing the wrong thing and being misunderstood. And as I have worked on and met that part of me that is terrified of doing harm and being misunderstood, and as I have introduced her to self-energy and loved on her, She is softening. And I realized last Friday, I was like, oh my God, I'm not even afraid of being canceled. And something like this heavy cloud that has been over my chest with social media lifted. I'm not saying I won't get tired again, but I do have a new paradigm and it felt important to share with you. If you'd like to know more about internal families or self, um, I can share some of the resources I'm learning with you. I'm certainly not certified in it. That takes years, but I am beginning my journey. I am practicing personally. I am 
voraciously studying and learning and listening and so many good things have come out of it and having the framework of being self-led letting self lead all parts of my system which takes some work has not only been helpful to managing emotions and managing stress and managing relationships but who knew it would also help me (laughs) Right. So new position alert. I I had a new hire on my social media team and it is self energy. And so as I create for you guys, as I create for my business, as I create personally, I'm having a blast with this um, self energy being the leader. Um, And I just wanted to share that today. I hope it encourages you. I hope if you at one point loved social media, that you can find your way of falling in love with it again. If you don't love social media, I want to give you permission to do things differently. I have one of my um, deep coaching clients that was in the mastermind last year and her big win was she left corporate and went to start her own coaching company. And she was like, "I my big win after this year is getting 17 clients without any social media. And she did it all by personal referral and reaching out personally and sending emails. And, you know, she, she can't do, couldn't do because of COVID, she couldn't do like coffees and things like that. But she just reached out and, and built her entire coaching practice based on connection without social media. So if yourself leads you to unchoose social media, that's fine. But I especially wanted to love on those of you who have built up maybe a slime like I had of social media. And I want you to allow and get curious with yourself about what would it look like if you let your highest self lead in social media. Thanks for spending time with me. Thanks for spending time on the podcast. If you like this, either tag somebody or share it. I totally appreciate you. Um, and I'll see you soon. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode and want to dive deeper, come check out Soulful Success. It's my online coaching membership community where we dive deep into the practices of being and doing that help you create your unique version of soulful success in the world. It's a special community of small business owners just like you, and it's where I show up and give my clients personal support at an accessible fee. Check it out at www.soulfulsuccess.info. That's S-O-U-L-F-U-L-L. S-U-C-C-E-S-S dot info, soulfulsuccess.info. As always, thanks for listening. Totally appreciate you thinking about somebody who might really love this episode and you sharing it with them. Also, I always appreciate your reviews. It's like podcast currency. It's like a tip in the jar saying thanks. And finally, if you want to share on social media, a screenshot or any insights you get from listening to this episode, I will totally respond. You can share with the hashtag Better Life, Better Work show. This show is sponsored by my three rescued dogs, Leroy Brown, Clementine and Rocky Potato. They're here to remind you to consider adoption when you get your next pet. More is not better. Better is better.